Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Roses and Weeds, a City of Tyler podcast that gets into the roses, great things happening into our community, and explores the weeds of any issue or current event going on in the city. your hosts. I'm Sam Brady. I'm joined as always by Veronica. Hello, Samuel. It has been so long since I had a chance to talk to you. It is great to be back in the room. I've missed recording the show with you. Me too. It, it has to have been a whole five minutes. And as you know, we may be married, but we can only speak when there's a microphone recording. Exactly. We have communication issues. <laughs> you know, and I'm here from communications to help you solve it. Oh my gosh. This turned into a completely different show and now we're going to be doing a uh, little Veronica, co- caller. We, it's time for us to tell you why we're here. Oh no! Not an intervention! <laughs> Marriage counseling with Jenny. Uh, no. You're welcome. But we're not, we're not doing marriage counseling today, but we do have a great episode coming up for you of some fantastic guests. Let's go ahead and have our guests introduce themselves. I'm Jeff Roberts. I'm a detective at the Tyler Police Department, and I'm also part of their public information officer. I'm Jenny Wells of the City of Tyler Communications Department. Well, thank you so much for coming, you guys. It's so great to have you in our studio here at the Innovation Pipeline, where if you have an awesome idea for something that's really innovative or just a business that you want to get off the ground, we have everything that you need here to launch you to success. So check us out at TylerInnovationPipeline.com. All right. Martin Luther King Jr.'s long three-day weekend holiday. So I think the heart, biggest hard-hitting question I have right now is, what are you going to do with that long weekend? I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's all I Just enjoy it. Doing. I think spend time with family. Try to stay warm. It looks like it's going to be pretty cold this weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just get some rest and get ready for the next work week because that's going to come soon enough. I think I got some calls about expected snow on Monday. Oh, what? Yeah, are I there did. parades that are happening this year? I do think there's a parade happening, or it's it's more of a, a walk from downtown that Tyler together puts together. Oh, that's cool. So they start, they're starting at the square, and I think they're walking down towards the uh, Catholic Church, the Immaculate yes. Conception Church. Oh, that's cool. Well, hopefully it doesn't snow on them. Mm-hmm. Or if it does, I hope it looks beautiful. So and it's not that like gross, slushy. Yeah, no, that'd be terrible. But what are you gonna do, Veronica? The weekend? <laughs> I'm going to go see a Jumanji. Jumanji, yeah. I wanna see so that. So I'm super excited about that. And then I'm gonna go to the Arboretum over in Dallas and check out the coolness of that space. And I'm going to take down my Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, my, husband, my husband made me do that last weekend, and that's always the saddest day of the year for me. I don't want it to happen. It's, it's the worst, because I have three trees. Well, this year I have three. I keep adding one, like, every year, and this year it's just No, you got to keep day. it to the holy trinity of trees there, Jenny. You well, can't I'm add a fourth. I'm kind of running out of space in my house, so, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to stick to three at the moment. We might want to actually take that Christmas out. three Christmas trees? The Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity of Trees. That actually sounds very blasphemous. Please take that out. I'm not editing a thing. <laughs> We're going to let Julie hear all of this. Yeah. I would like to just talk about the uh, the woman who brought the old Christmas tree back to Costco after it died over Christmas and oh, returned boy. it. Huh. Did anyone see that article? No. Okay. I'm glad it's an article because you, as a someone in, in Tyler Police Department, <laughs> I don't know how it went. <laughs> this could have just been the beginning of a very bad story. No. <laughs> 
I saw it when I was browsing yesterday that, that the man posted he was upset because Costco took back the tree, the dead tree, from Christmas. Costco and, did take it back, huh? Yes. I bet you they've so got a 30-day return policy. So. <laughs> <laughs> but did you read it on Facebook? Yeah, that's how so I knew it was, was real. was it 100 Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, man. I saw it on the internet, right? Well, now they've heard out of roses that's... and weeds, so people know it's real. 100% <laughs> Some fake tree news right there. <laughs> well, besides talking about Christmas trees, which is the real agenda, and marriage counseling, <laughs> probably get into a couple of things. We've got such a wealth of talent and information here before us. It'd be a shame if we didn't use them and, and learn something about it. Uh, two things I was hoping to talk to you guys about today is sp- uh, speed safety and gas skimmers. Absolutely. Uh, so one of the campaigns that we're working on as a city right now uh, is the drive like your family lives here. And basically, it's just going to be an umbrella and a variety of, of just safe driving techniques. For instance, speeding, residential neighborhoods. We're really, as a city, we're trying to promote the max 30. And what that is, is maximum speed limit of 30 miles an hour in a residential zone. Uh, and I think that's important for people to realize. Um, obviously, distracted driving, and that could be umbrellaed under many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be the lady next to me putting her makeup on at the red light, which has happened. Uh, it could be someone with a dog in their lap and not thinking about, we all love our cute dogs, uh, but just the fact that if that dog falls in the floorboard or something happens, gets pinned underneath one of the gas pedal or the brake pedal, can really impair your ability to respond. Uh, using cell phones. Does anybody have a cell phone in here? I don't believe in cell phones, and I wouldn't yeah. use one. Okay, good. Yeah, so we don't that's how I know I don't. trust you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I put it on uh, Facebook, so it's true. But, you know, I, I think cell phones and social media and all the distractions mm-hmm. we have, and, and I appreciate the manufacturers of vehicles for recognizing that. And so we have all these features in our cars. Unfortunately, not everybody uses those features. So think about that. Use those features in your car that are for that, uh, that allow hands-free driving. Uh, school zones, you know, eating. People don't think about eating and dropping food because what happens is all of a sudden you drop that burger and now your priority is to pick the burger up and not worried about what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just things to think about. And then the obvious, drinking and driving, impaired driving, uh, and not just alcohol. I think far too often people don't think about taking prescription medications and reading that label. It can be very unintentional and still a very dangerous situation. So I love the campaign. I love Drive Like Your Family Lives Here uh, because... It's truly something we have to think about. And I think we get careless on our way to work and don't truly think about that someone's kid could be the next person to enter that roadway. Yes. So Sam and I live in a subdivision where the speed limit is 15 miles per hour. I think the most recent sign I saw there was 20. If it's, oh, it's 20. Yes. Okay. It's 20. But we, yeah, we had the, I think our speed limit before that was 35, mm-hmm. and which I think is normal. I mean, that's, you know, whatever. But we had a lot of kids that were just jumping out of the road to avoid being missed. And we also have a lot of te- new teen drivers mm-hmm. that are on the road. And that's kind of something that you don't think about. But, you know, those teen drivers are still learning those skills. And as confident as they want to be, they're just not there yet. And so that's one of the things I always tell my kids because they ride their bikes around all the time. Like, if they look like they could go to school with you, you just get off of the road because you just don't know. Get into someone's yard. And if someone yells at you for being in the yard, I'm cool with it. I'll come to your defense. But Absolutely. yeah, we actually had some people that had big signs of uh, drive like your family lives here in the entryway to our subdivision. And I was like, dang, that's pretty good. Makes you think before you, you know, Absolutely. decide to go I 45 think, or whatever. I think not only do we run into like with teen drivers, but... How many times do you get to work and you realize, like, I don't realize what route I took just because mm-hmm. we get on autopilot so easily. 
and it, it's just such an easy way to not even just be distracted but maybe just sometimes you're just not even thinking or you're somewhere else and not paying attention to what's going on in front of you yeah absolutely yeah, people don't realize uh, and there's studies that that back it up that distractions from your phone and, and that exact reason what she's talking about uh, is that before you know it you've passed 100 200 yards of street and you couldn't even tell me what you passed right uh, you were just driving on autopilot as Jenny said and, and that's the dangerous part it can be as dangerous as drinking and driving or even more so the speed limits that you're seeing those are posted signs mm -hmm. uh, obviously obey the posted speed limit but the max 30 is to also promote because not everybody's got a sign in their street that shows a posted speed limit. So remember, residential area, maximum 30 miles per hour if it's unmarked. Mm -hmm. So for people that maybe not understand the, the residential area, can you kind of give us an idea of what we're looking at for Yeah, basically area? it's just going to be an unmarked street, but it's going to have housing. Uh, there's going to be uh, multiple houses in that area. It's not going to be a commercial area, uh, but anywhere where it's unmarked like that and it's mm -hmm. considered residential near schools, uh, apartment complexes, I think the safest thing is just use your head. I mean, if it's an unmarked speed limit, that doesn't mean it's 80 miles an hour. Mm. And if someone uh, passes you because you're going slow, just get that confident feeling like, oh man, I'm so much smarter than that person. <laughs> you know? Sure. Don't get don't get rage at them. I'm so glad you mentioned how many tools there are these days to be safe drivers if you're inclined to use those tools. Smart features on new cars and stuff like that. I, I do know on cell phones and texting mm -hmm. while driving is a massive distraction, a big killer of people. Uh, but there, there are apps that you can have on your phones that will auto-reply to people when you get text messages that will let them know that you're driving. And if people hear that you're driving, they're not going to be worried about not getting a response from you. They're going to mostly care that you're safe. Mm -hmm. So some of those t tools like there are, are out there for the taking. I and the, not the most recent iOS update, but the one before that has a thing where when you get into your car, it actually turns off all of your notifications and it sends that auto reply. But it is a feature that I use and it's the most annoying feature right now because I get into my car and then I'm like, okay, I need to pick my music or whatever. But it's like, oh, hey, you're in your car. So just so you know, and I'm like, yes, I know I'm in my car. Just let me use my phone exactly. and you have to unlock it and all this stuff, which is great. And I haven't turned it off uh, at all because I don't want those notifications because you'll see that text from your boss or your husband or someone and you don't need that information while you're driving. It's so completely unnecessary. So. Well, I was in a friend's car. Her dad has a brand new truck and they got the Apple Play stuff mm -hmm. and it has a really cool feature where it can actually read a text message to you that you just received and then you can reply to it and it'll read it back to make sure there's not any errors. So it's it's a really cool feature. Sam and I took the kids to the airport to visit their dad in Washington State for oh. Christmas. And we... I got into a fender bender a couple weeks before that. So we were in a rental car that had this new Apple Play thing. And my son said, hey, we are landed at this uh, in Seattle. And he sent the little pink exploding heart. And it was like, we're in Seattle. Pink exploding heart. Pink exploding heart. Pink exploding heart. <laughs> and I was like, okay, got Sometimes it. Sometimes it is funny. Like it's when I call so my sergeant, it, it is SGT. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, so it, it is interesting sometimes how serious or the Apple Play will, yes. will repeat things to us. If nothing else, do it for the do it for the goofs. It's great. <laughs> right. Well, do it for the goofs, but also please be safe out there. Rosa Wheat's listeners. Not about, we really not about care safety about you. here. Yeah. Just do it for the amusement of exactly. it. Exactly. Be, be happy and be safe. <laughs> I'm going to go on record and say I'm for the safety part. Yeah. I'm for both. <laughs> 
wherever you choose to be safe, please choose to make that decision to be safe. We really yeah. care about you out there, and we would hate for anything to happen to anyone. Yes. So please, please be safe there. In all seriousness, I am currently the gift. Why not both? So, <laughs> you know, that's all. All right. But no, be safe. Sounds good. So I, I have been noticing at gas pumps a lot of more signage and stickers, it feels like, lately about card skimming, and it's been a little bit nerve-wracking sometimes. Yeah. It's- Should we just be going inside to pay? So this has kind of been my project for a couple years now. As a detective, I work for the Financial Crimes Unit at the Police Department. And for the last, really since about 2016 is when we saw the uptick in realizing that the gas pump skimmers were an issue here in Tyler specifically. Since then, we've really set initiatives to work closely with our partners here in Smith County, other federal agencies, and working on a task force of sorts for the problem. Gas stations are starting to realize it as well, and, and there's differing levels of awareness and education on it. I, I don't. It's not a scare tactic to tell people, yes, go inside and pay. That's the only safe way. I do like to tell people a safe thing to do is pay inside with a card or with cash, mm-hmm. obviously, because you're not plugging anything into the pump there. There's no 100% guarantee for, for people getting gas or for businesses, for that matter. This is a rampant crime that's happening nationally. One of the things that we did is we looked at, for the last year, our task force and the success, the success we had in, in operating with it and wanted to start something on the city side and say, hey, if we've set the standard here for mm-hmm. law enforcement, why can't we go as a city and set the standard for other cities of how we're going to approach the problem? And that's where I got with Miss Wells and, and we're coming up with a program, a new campaign, and it's going to be geared towards the gas stations and their owners and employees, and it's going to be an education lesson for them. We're going to go in and see what we think are the best practices that we've found in our investigations and try to relay that to the gas stations and the owners and the clerks and everybody and give them a chance to be educated on it and hopefully make for a uh, safer gas station for your credit card information. That's awesome. Guys, I love this city. It really just goes out of its way to make sure that businesses are protected, that citizens are protected. It's so nice that, you know, we're still such a small community, but we're we're a big hub for East Texas. And so to know that, you know, even if you're coming in from Winona or White House, your information is going to be safe here. And that, you know, even though we're a large city, we're taking care of everyone that comes through, whether you live in Tyler or you're just coming through to get yourself get yourself some good Tex-Mex or barbecue. I always call it the little big town. That's right Uh, because it's got a small town feel but obviously anybody that lives here realizes we have all the amenities of a major city Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, part of that appeal unfortunately for us is is we see ourselves as a victim city in this crime Mm. because a lot of our suspects live in other metropolitan areas but choose us because we're a few hours away from where they live and so they try to distance themselves from the crime which makes us a target sure uh, east texas in general and, and Jenny's been doing a great job uh, working on this campaign with me, and, and we've got a class that we're going to be having uh, and getting it scheduled for gas station owners and really push some of these projects and, and ideas that we have to help them. Because what I found in investigations and going out there is there is some, some gas stations and businesses are completely aware and educated and taking steps, and then you have some owners, a small town owner or different things, and they just have no clue that some of this stuff even exists. So that's Mm -hmm. where we're trying to bring it all to one table and say, this is what we need to do. And hopefully from there, 
we start seeing a, uh, a downward spiral in the number of victims. And also for the city's sake, give a model for other cities. If we mm-hmm. see success here, it's something we can pitch to other cities and hopefully see success in the nation. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's one of the things is that we're always constantly in awe of the next tech thing that's happening. And it's really difficult to for a lot of people just to stay on the up and up and see what's going on. And, you know, that's crime and, you know, being a victim to those, you know, technology crimes is no different. Technology changes. And so, you know, it's not necessarily the fault of that entrepreneur gas station owner that doesn't know that the technology that criminals are using exactly. has changed. And so it's so it's so great to hear that there is an initiative going forward to help people get educated. So if someone wanted to take part in that class, do they need an invitation or can they register somewhere? We're still working out the details okay. on that. I do think, though, we're going to have several officers going around that are speaking to those mm-hmm. gas stations personally to give them a personal invitation because we want we want these gas station owners to get on board with us. We want them to help us help them because, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe it's not something that's affecting because they're still going to get paid for the gas either way. But... What they're not realizing or maybe on, later on that's affecting them is if I go to a gas station and my card is my card information is stolen there and used somewhere else, the likelihood of me going back to that gas station is is unlikely. Right. And so in the long run it does affect their, their long term sales and I think getting them on board with knowing what to look for and knowing that they can call P D and they can call somebody even if they think it's suspicious, even if they're not sure, it's better to be safe than sorry. It's better to protect themselves and it's better to protect other customers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome, guys. So, I'm so excited for your progress. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for working on that. So if I'm a, a consumer, is there anything I should be looking out for other than paying inside when possible? Yeah, absolutely. There, there are things, and I'm sure everybody's seen the news articles with the tape. Uh, the security tape features mm, that go over mm-hmm. the, the door and access panels of the pumps. I guess a general rule is because you're not going to necessarily know all of the security features that you may see on a pump. I don't expect the public to be completely educated on a Gilbarco gas pump. But one thing to look for, if, if you look and you see nothing, uh, I can tell you that, you know, that if you don't see security tape, if you see no forms of any kind of security, I would be cautious and I would pay inside. I'm not saying don't use that facility. I'm just saying I would pay inside uh, mm-hmm. with my card or with cash just to be on the safe side because I would rather know. Some of our partners here in town and, and other businesses have really gotten good about taking steps to move forward. Uh, but really, that's as a consumer, the, the hard part is that's really all you can do is look for some of the obvious features because these devices are being installed internally in the gas pump itself. This is not an overlay. This is not something you're gonna wiggle and see. There's a lot of misconceptions of what these devices are and they actually are internally into the device. So it can make it very difficult for a consumer. Understood, so we're primarily looking for that tape to see if that tape's been broken at all. If I do find that it has, would there be contact information for me to report that right there or should I just call the police? No, I'm I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a huge thing. Uh, Far too often people will see that and just comment on it or you'll see Facebook posts and say, yeah, I was there the other day and all their tape was broke. Facebook is not the avenue to get things resolved with, with that type of crime. What you need to do is if you see the tape broken or you notice it looks, you know, irregular or something different about it, contact the station, obviously, where you're at. Let them know about your problem. But don't be afraid to call the police and say, hey, this tape is broken. I would like for somebody to come check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can always respond out there. 
but deal with the station first because they're going to have an awareness of if it should be broke, if they just changed receipt paper and forgot to place the sticker. Not everything's going to generate a law enforcement response, but definitely notice, notify the clerk on duty and let them know that you've been, you know, you've seen that on the pump. And it's really those small, just micro, I guess, transactions that we're doing in our community that really keep you know, our neighbors safe and fellow citizens safe, but ultimately come back and pay dividends to us in the long run. So whenever you're looking out for that next person or whatever, you know, that that makes a huge impact on the safety of Tyler as a whole. And it, it helps us every single person that's here, whether they're a visitor, whether they're a resident, you know, we all benefit when we're looking out for each other. So when well, I think being vigilant, like while you're pumping your gas. So I, I know Jeff is just shared some information with me about different cases he's seen and there's been people that are working and and putting skimmers on a pump and they've sat mm-hmm. at a station for 45 minutes and there's people coming around them getting gas and no one has said anything to anybody about somebody's what? been here for a long time with their doors open kind of hiding what they're doing and they're doing this in broad daylight so be vigilant when you're at pumps be looking around know what's around you it's mm-hmm. so easy, especially right now. It's cold, so you're going to be tempted to just go ahead and run back and get in your car and just that's me as quickly as it I'm not going to stand outside and freeze. <laughs> no, <laughs> so just be vigilant. Look around. Know what's going on around you. Very good. Excellent. Well, on the roses and weeds, we're focused on the the roses, the great things, the community, and the weeds of any issue. We've gotten a lot of weeds here, but we turn to the roses real fast. I like to ask everyone, what's something you see about Tyler or you see about our community you find special, you think that most people might not know about or might be interested to hear about if, if they were to hear about it? Oh, I don't know. I just, I grew up in, I grew up in Tyler, so I've been here most of my life, and then I lived in Miami for five years, so very very opposite end of the of the spectrum there so they both have unique things but i think one of the coolest things i love about downtown well about tyler is it's downtown and i love that it's coming back i love i I remember growing up and seeing all of the movie theater marquees and empty buildings Mm -hmm. and so what's been great to see and especially working with them now is reopening places like the liberty and the fact that the Arcadia has a business in it now, and we've done so many different things downtown and revitalized it. And I used to travel all the time, and where I would always go to these small cities is I'd stop in their downtowns because I think they're so unique to each place, and, and Tyler is no different. It has the roses around it, it's got the brick streets, it's got everything you think about Tyler, and it's all right there in one spot. And I, it, it's growing, and it's getting better, and so many new businesses are opening. It's it's exciting to watch. I was just thinking today that uh, I was going to complain about how my office is a little cold today. And I was like, well, Veronica, you work in a 112-year-old building, so stop your crying. It is really <laughs> it's cool. We really have all cool. these historic buildings yeah. that, that instead of tearing them down and rebuilding... We've decided it's important to save that history yes. and to, to reuse it. And people love that. They love to they walk do. in and see, you know, for instance, Innovation Pipeline. It used to be a cafe and a barber shop. That's cool. And to see that it's actually becoming something cool and special to this next generation is awesome, too. Well, and it sat vacant for I don't know how many years. I remember when we started cleaning out Innovation Pipeline, it was mm-hmm. a storage facility for the museum across the street. And so this building going from what it was 
to just sitting there for years and now it's not just a building that's sitting here that could fall into disrepair and cause blight in the neighborhood it's actually coming back and it's revitalized this part of town and i think that's what's so great about our downtown is it's Mm -hmm. revitalizing things that have been here that you may not have noticed before for sure that's great and detective roberts yeah i guess i could throw a uh a little law enforcement perspective on it because it's something that people aren't privy to every day and and one thing that I always loved about the city and working in the city is its people and I know that sounds so cliche but when you're out there on the street and you're working different crimes and different cases you really get a pulse of the city and one thing I always loved is that no matter the crime or what's happening around us there's always good people in all the neighborhoods here in Tyler and it's something not everybody gets to see and when there's a need in that community, someone always fills that need. And it seems like this is a, an area that just does that, fills a void when it's needed. I've always loved that from my perspective on my job. The other side is I don't think a lot of people realize that you can come to Tyler and just vacation to eat because we have so many places and variety of food mm-hmm. places. I always tell folks from Dallas-Fort Worth, I'm like, listen, just come to Tyler. There's 15 hotels you can stay at and we'll feed you for two days, I promise. <laughs> Whatever your food fancy is, that's what will happen. Yes. Uh, but it's a good city. I've, I've worked here for going on 11 years now and I have no intent to leave. It's a great city, great area, and I come from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So I've seen both sides of it, busy metropolitan area. And Tyler's growing, and I don't think people understand, people that don't live here, everybody thinks I moved to this one-horse town, and Tyler's just booming. I mean, mm-hmm. in the last 10 years since I've been here, Uh, The growth is phenomenal. And so I love seeing the growth, but I love the people of this city. So what's your go-to restaurant to take people who haven't been here before? I think the first stop has got to be Stanley's. That was what I was thinking. Absolutely. I mean, you just can't go wrong with barbecue in Texas. And they're on the map for sure. What's your favorite food there? Mother Clucker. Mother Clucker, it's it's my ass. That's my number one, too. Other than the ribs. Yeah, I'm I'm a real ribs girl, so... So oh. I don't have anything to do after this. Are we going to go eat? Or... Yeah. I'm going to get some Real hungry right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> we, just, we got more episodes of this. We yeah. should come back with Mother Clucker sandwiches, exactly. which is a delicious and extraordinarily messy sandwich. It's too much. You can't, you can't, re- you can't eat in here, Sam. It's against, against rules. the rules. Well, if you want to let us know what your barbecue requests are, you can reach out to us at publicrelations at tylertexas.com or hashtag Rose in the Weeds to any of the City of Tyler social media. We've been the Rose in the Weeds. Thanks so much for listening again. Uh, anything else you guys want to say or share with, with the folks out there? Thanks for coming back. Share us with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe. If you listen to an episode, share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you talk to your friends and family. But this, in this instance, if it's shared on Facebook, it's not fake news. It's real. Yeah, this is real, real news. I don't know that it was news, though. It's news. It's news. We're protecting people against crop skimmers. And Stanley's Barbecue. No no greater news than that. Okay, yeah. Why not both? Soon to be brought to you by Stanley's. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Bye. For real, though. Gotta get the sponsors and stuff. For real. (laughs) 